This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 159, Three Ways to Be a Motivated English Learner. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Are you staying motivated as you learn English? Today, find out how to use peer pressure and more to keep your motivation level up. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. How's, how's your day going, Lindsay? It's going well. I'm feeling pretty motivated today, luckily, but I am ready for the weekend. I will say that much. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, you hit Friday and, and you're ready yeah. for the weekend, no matter how great your week was, because weekends are just so fun. You have two days free, go and do something fun. Just play around, play around. Yeah, it's so true. I just saw, um, there was this funny thing I saw online about, um, it was Daniel Craig, the actor who has been like oh, James Bond. Yeah. And he had this funny, he was introducing SNL and he was introducing mm-hmm. a band and he was like, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Uh, <laughs> and it felt like he was, so now we're using it to like talk about, to introduce the weekend. Like, yes, the weekend is finally it. here. Yeah, thank goodness. And we really do need that time off. We need, even if we're excited about what we're doing during the week, in order to stay motivated, we actually have to stop working, (laughs) take a rest. Exactly. I think this is one of the biggest pitfalls people fall into is to continue working through the weekend. And then you don't ever really get that time off, that break. That's a, a really good way to lead to burnout. It really is. Have you ever been truly burnt out? Aubrey in anything, maybe in school or work or something? Yes. I I think with school, I was always working when I was doing my, uh, both my degrees, my bachelor's and my master's degree. Oh, wow. I was working pretty much full-time for both of them and going to school full-time. That's difficult for anyone to do. But yeah. I think when I was doing my master's thesis, that was taking quite a bit of extra time on top of having two kids at home and working. Oh and I did at one point just get burned out because, again, I was using my weekends to yeah. be able to catch up and work on that. And so there just was no time off. Oh, yeah. I could see, oh, graduate school is hard enough. I mean, not having kids. When I was in graduate school, a lot of people were working full time. I was working too. It was pretty hard. But having kids on top of that, I can imagine Yeah, <laughs> how challenging. Exactly. Yeah. And it is easy to lose motivation. I think for me, I lose motivation easiest if I'm not seeing results right away, right? If I can see progress, if I see results quickly, oh, I stay motivated, no problem. But if it's taking a little more time, if the goals are more long-term and I'm Mm -hmm. not seeing results right away, that's when I think it's harder to stay motivated. Interesting. Yeah. And we know that from science, right? That's why in many course platforms, 
even in our new course that we have now, yeah, that course, we like to have that progress bar where we see, okay, you're on lesson two of 10. We know we're 20% of the way through and we can see that. We actually have to see that to stay motivated. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, if you don't know, and I, I think about this with my kids sometimes, they're always asking like, okay, are we there yet? Or when is this over? Because they don't oh, have God. any idea of if the end is in sight or not. Yeah, and yeah. that's such a hard, um, it's just hard to function in that. You have to have a good idea of your end goal. How long will that take? What's the effort that needs to, to be put mm-hmm. in, in yeah. order to stay motivated? Oh my gosh, it's so true. I remember being in long car rides with my parents and we would drive my parents nuts by saying, are we there yet? When are we going to be there? When are we going to be there? Right. (laughs) Um, That is such a a thing to do that kids do. But I understand why it's sort of you're kind of in a big void if you don't know where you're at in terms of your progress. Yeah, it's so true. So today, Aubrey, we're talking about motivation, right? Exactly. And we're wondering, are you guys out there, are you feeling unmotivated with your English learning? Or have you recently felt unmotivated? And do you feel sort of a lack of energy about learning English, right? If so, Mm -hmm. we want to talk about three ways you can become more motivated with your English learning. Exactly. We're going to summarize what we found in an article in Time Magazine. This is from June 30th, 2014 by Eric Barker. And then, of course, we're going to add our own commentary and see if we agree or disagree. But guys, get ready. Listen in here today because you can't learn if you're not motivated. That is huge. And come back to the blog. We'll link to this article. This is episode 159. We always have a great write-up on the blog. So go to allersenglish.com and search the episode number so that you can see the example sentences, the vocab, and a write-up for each blog. Exactly. And I think the key point here is, you know, this needs to become personal and you need to be passionate about it. So we need to connect kind of our emotions to our learning in a way. So we're making, taking it, I think the old way is to think about learning English as an academic task, right? That only happens in classrooms with native teachers and in your school, Mm -hmm. but we need to make it part of our, bring it into our heart in a way. Yes, exactly. When, you know, with this old system of learning, when there were lectures and dictation, there was no emotion involved, right? It was very rote. It was quite boring often. And -hmm. it's really hard to have any kind of emotional connection. And it's really easy to get demotivated. Oh, so easy. So we're going to show you guys a new way and inspired by this article and also our own ideas. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So the first idea from the article directly was just be positive. Get positive about it. What do we mean by that, Aubrey? Add, focus on being happy as you study English. Look forward to what you're going to study. The more 
optimistic you are about it, the more you're going to remember, the longer you'll spend doing it because it's a more fun experience. Yeah. And this is just a matter of changing your materials. Throw away the textbook, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, subscribe to All Ears English, follow our show, find some motivating YouTube channels, stuff that you really feel makes you feel good and happy as you're consuming it. Exactly. If it's drudgery, if you hate it, you drudgery. can't fake positivity. You can't force optimism. You need to enjoy it, feel engaged, feel excited about it. And then this will come pretty naturally and you can just focus on that, focus on the fun part of it. Yeah, exactly. And what is the second point from the article, Aubrey? Um, That you should reward yourself, right? So if you're improving, if you're seeing progress, if you do something well, give yourself a treat, maybe buy yourself a gift, go out to dinner or Mm -hmm. take a little break, give yourself some free time and do something you enjoy. Yeah, and this could go along in another uh, episode, Aubrey, we talked about setting benchmarks, kind of doing a PL for our language learning, mm-hmm. right? Sitting down and saying, have I achieved this? What was my goal? This could come into that time too, right? Where we set it up. If we did achieve our goal, we can now reward ourselves. Or even if we didn't, we can say, hey, good job, good try. I can reward the work I put in more than just the result, right? Exactly, right? So if you if you have these really actionable goals where you can see the result, you can see the progress you've made, then you feel justified in Mm -hmm. rewarding yourself for the progress you've made or for the goal that you've set. And Mm -hmm. that's so motivating to be able to look forward to something exciting if you meet that goal. It really is. And then, I don't know, peer pressure is always a thing. I think it's more a thing for teenagers, but it it carries throughout our whole lives, right? Adults feel peer peer pressure too, right? Yeah. And for me, it's positive peer pressure, right? If ever Mm -hmm. I'm trying to eat more healthy, I always involve friends. Often we'll put a little money on the line. Like right now, if I eat desserts, I owe a couple of different friends 50 bucks. So then I'm like, is this a lot? $50. Jeez, one cookie, $50. So then we get one cheat a week, right? But beyond that, Mm -hmm. um, it's good. It's a really a motivating way to kind of cut down on sugar and treats. And then Mm. I have the, you know, these friends, some positive peer pressure that if ever I get tempted, I can text them and say, this candy bar is really tempting me. Give me strength. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I mean, it's true. It really does up the stakes when you say you're going to do something. Uh, And then you share it with someone, right? It totally changes the framework of things. The the pressure's on and in a good way. Yeah, exactly. When I was living in um, Quebec and I was learning French, my roommate and we would say, we're not going to speak any English. We're only going to speak French to each other. So then we were both accountable to each other, that positive peer pressure to make sure we both did it. And, you know, if one was weak, the other person is probably strong right then to say, no, speak in French. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And there's also something here about peer pressure around who you surround yourself with. I was just talking to someone yesterday about that quote, you're the average of the, what is it? Five, three, three people you spend the most time with. Um, Famous, I think as a Jim Rohn quote, it's this plays into peer pressure too, because if you're spending time with people who are really just knocking it out of the park in life, they are just winning at life. They're achieving big things, living their lives. They're happy. When you go to an event, a party with them, there's real peer pressure. What are you doing in your life? How are you being Mm -hmm. the best person you can be? So that plays in there too. Yeah, that's a really good point. And when it comes to language learning, if you are making friends and surrounding yourself with people who are trying to improve their English learning, that's going to push you to excel because you're going to be hearing their stories of success, seeing how well they're doing, and you're going to want to be in on that. 
Oh, completely, completely. And in there, I just snuck in a little idiom, knocking it out of the park, by the way, just a few minutes ago. What does that mean, Aubrey, for our yeah, listeners? Yeah, this is from baseball, right? When someone yeah. hits the ball really hard and it's a mm-hmm. home run, it goes clear out of the park. Maybe someone catches it in the bleachers. Mm-hmm. And we use this just to mean someone does really well at something if they knock it out of the park. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So guys, write that one down and start using it. It's fun to throw in these idioms in our everyday conversation. Is there anything else from the article, Aubrey? Was there a a fourth one? Did we miss anything? Yeah, just to set practical goals. So we we talked about this a little bit. If you're going to be able to reward yourself as you go, you need to set those micro goals as well as the big goal, right? What can you accomplish today or this week so that you keep seeing progress as you go? Yeah. And this could be, you know, maybe you have a long-term goal to work in English, get a job in English. Maybe your midterm goal is taking the IELTS exam, right? So we can set up these goals, these benchmarks throughout the next three to five years or one to three years or whatever it is. Um, This is good stuff. So guys, I want you to come back to the blog. This is episode 159 and go to the link to this episode, sorry, this article in Time Magazine, right? Again, this is by Eric Barker in Time, How to Motivate Yourself, Three Steps Backed by Science. So good. Use these details to get motivated, guys. Yeah, (laughs) thanks, Lindsay. Good good job. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.